Welcome to my podcast where I talk about all things related to money, mindset, finance, business, and investing. My name is Royston Kambabachi, qualified accountant with over 30 years' experience in finance and business. Coming from a very humble background, I have continuously challenged the assumptions and the expectations of what I'm capable of achieving for myself and others. Over the years, I've helped hundreds of entrepreneurs to decipher finance and to make more money and to run highly successful businesses. On this podcast, I will share with you tips, strategies, techniques, and tools that you can use to make more money, manage money better, and to maximize your success. Hello, welcome back to the podcast and hope you guys are doing well. And uh, with Christmas just around the corner, people are getting really happy, you know, um, even though obviously it's a of uncertainty, um, people are still, you know, uh, putting up Christmas lights and, you know, doing extra shopping and just really looking forward to, um, I guess, some downtime and spending time with the family. Because let's face it, it's been a tough year. A lot of people have died. But those of us who are still around are very much, you know, I, I hope looking forward to brighter days, you know. Because look, there are always seasons. There is still a good time, there's bad time, there's rainy seasons, there's sunny season, well, in the Caribbean anyway. And in, in England, you know, there is, you know, winter, there is spring, there is summer, autumn, you know. And when is that order because we're currently in the winter months now. So look, I'm saying all this to say that uh Sometimes all you have to do is weather the storm. Just see yourself out of that season into the next season. Which leads me on to today's topic, which is how do you manage your money? How do you interact with money in times of uncertainty? Look, I believe there are three fundamental things that people do with money. Yes, people spend money, people save money, people invest money. Okay, if you're in business, you can say you either source the money, you know, um, you spend the money, uh, you invest the money, you reinvest the money. That's really the big areas, right? Source, spend, invest, reinvest, you know, um, that's it really. Because ultimately, there's, there's cash flow, right? And cash flow is in or out. It's either you're, you're making money or you're using money or you're accumulating the money, meaning you're having the money that you make, but you're not spending it. I mean, it's really down to common sense. But I think that the, the, how we interact with money is fundamentally down to our psyche, down to our, our whole emotional intelligence, and down to our, our mindset, really. You know, because many people, in times of uncertainty like these, they see there's a time to spend all the money they have. They go, look, I don't know if I'll live to see tomorrow. So I'm going to spend all the money. Matter of fact, some people live like that anyway, you know. I remember when I was growing up in the Caribbean, there were some young men who like do like they work for the tourist industry and then they're like, like tour guides and they make a lot of US dollars in cash every time the tourist boat comes. And when they finish and they make that money, they just go straight to the rum bar, the rum shop and they, you know, they, they just spend it, most of it out eating, drinking, whatever. And then if the tourist boat doesn't come in, for, I don't know, a week or next week, they're broke. I mean, why live like that, you know? But, and then when you, when you look today, how these guys are living, they don't have a home, they don't have anything else. So some people just not thinking for the future, they just think for the moment, you know? And to me, that is also a mindset, you know? 
You just spend as much. Some people, even though they have a salary, even though uh, they're working in a job, you know, they still go and spend more than they can afford. And in business, people also do the same thing, right? What happens in business is that someone has a business, but they don't control their expenditure. You know, they don't have a budget. You know, they're just like spending money without any kind of uh, a measurement of exactly the returns that they get on their expenditure. You know, in insurance and stuff where I used to work, we call it your expenses ratio. Tracking your expenses as a proportion of your income period by period to know if it's really, if spending more money is giving you more income proportionally. And these are some of the things that you have to do around spending your money, right? There, there are metrics around it as well. When you talk about saving, now, it's all, why do you save money? And you save money to have an emergency fund. So if it's in business, going back to the insurance company that I worked for, we call it reserves. You have a reserve that you can always pay future claims, you know? So, so they make money and they have a certain amount of uh, percentage of money, which I said, I said earlier, your expense ratio. So they, they have a budget. They calculate exactly how much money that they're going to have to spend on expenses, but then they put aside some money for future claims, you know, for claims that maybe they don't even know of, um, but they, they put aside it, right? Because they're based on past history. They can predict some of the uncertainties that might come. And in real life, people do the same thing. You know, for example, you know, in, in, in the UK or even in the Caribbean, you know, people have emergency funds. I mean, in the, in the days of my grandparents, their emergency fund was under the pillow, you know, you know, on, under the mattress, you know, you, you know, they, they keep a pile of money there just in case everything goes sour, right? And suddenly it did go sour because suddenly there is storms, there's hurricanes. And being farmers, they cannot go and farm the soil as they normally do and they have to rely on what they have stored up. Either that's cash or either that is some of the, the harvest from previous years. So saving is also a mindset. Not everybody wants to save. Not everybody understands the importance of save, of saving. Not everybody in the plan understands the importance of having a, an emergency fund. Yeah, and investing, investing for me is putting your money to work for you. But not everybody does that. And in terms of uncertainty, some people go, "Why invest? Why invest?" And there are other people who are seeing of uncertainty as an opportunity and uh, don't get me wrong in terms of uncertainty people also lose a lot people who have invested lose a lot tourist industry has been impacted quite a lot if you think about a hotel um i guess they're using hotels for different reasons now you know like um people quarantine etc but however the occupancy rate is going to be lower i used to work in the hotel industry and hotels in the winter time normally have the highest occupancy rate as people leave you know these um colder climates to go to the Caribbean to sun themselves. But right now, people are just timid. You know, people are not really wanting to fly, you know, because it's so, I don't know, soggy and restrictive and the mass and the, the quarantine and the, so, the test and so much stuff, right? So even as an investor, if you have invested in terms of uncertainty, you're probably thinking, oh man, should I sell? Should I sell? I would say, weather the storm. Weather the storm. You want to survive this crisis. You, you, you want to come out of the crisis not losing everything. I mean, look, I've been impacted myself. You know, I have had to uh, sell off uh, some investments to, to have liquidity, to have liquid cash to use, you know, as, as working capital. Because that's what you do, right? That one of the ways to accumulate uh, funds, to have a, a safety net 
is by having an investment, by putting your money into assets. And potentially, you want to have assets that you can easily liquidate when needed. Um, however, in terms of uncertainty, there are good opportunities. For example, right now in the UK, what they have done is that to stimulate the economy, they have a, a, a stamp duty holiday. So effectively, if you're going to buy a house that's less than 500000 there is no stamp duty. Obviously, if you're using the house as your main residential home, yes, whether you're a first-time buyer or not, it doesn't matter. If you are a, an investor, uh, you start you start to pay us at 3% anyway, but it's not at 3% on top of 1.5% or before a second home and all this kind of stuff. Basically, there is stamp duty holiday. So right now, investors have been reading the papers are going up north and buying more properties. They're buying up more properties right now because there is that break in stamp duty, you know? Whereas, some people are also looking for opportunities to move. It's easier to sell because the person who is buying the property, if it's like 500 or less, there's no stamp duty, and they only pay stamp duty, and that between it's over um, 500. So the economy is stimulating. So there's opportunities. Again, stock market. Look, no matter how the economy is, is affected, yeah? There's always shares that are doing really well. You know, for example, uh, I was actually trading at a time when um, they announced the vaccine was coming out. I was actually in some live trades at the time. And I saw my trades like go skyrocket. I was like, what the heck? When I look, they said it's the Pfizer vaccine uh, is, is kind of I know, curing the disease to some percentage, 90% or whatever. Everything went skyrocket that that in that flip of a moment, you know, you know, and that's because I was in the trade. You see, so I'm saying all this to say, right, that in terms of uncertainty, there are stocks and shares that are going higher. I was talking to some tech guys this week, and they were sending me, "Oh, Bitcoin broke," you know what I mean? And even in recent times, what what, what, what do I mean by that? It means that. Um, you know, Bitcoin is you no know, one Bitcoin is worth twenty thousand US. I think that that's what the guys said. I haven't actually validated it anyway. I do trade um, cryptocurrency sometimes, but it's not really my bag. Um, I, I trade mainly things like commodities and FX and indices. But basically, all I'm saying that there are ten of uncertainty. There are opportunities. There are some stocks that are going to do good, and some stocks that are going to plummet. So healthcare, for example, stocks on the right. Tech stocks like you know, like Zoom, etc., are on the rise. By the way, when I said the vaccine is coming, then Zoom stock already pulled back. But you can look for opportunities, you know, look for the needle in the haystack, yes, and look for opportunities. So, I said that there are three fundamental things that people do with their money they spend it, they save it, they invest it. If you're in business, you effectively have to source the income and you use the income for either investing, buying assets, or use it for working capital, okay? Big companies, what they do is that they invest money to have an income stream. In the uncertainty, you can also do the same thing. So fundamentally, I'm saying our emotions really affect how we spend, invest, or save money. Because ultimately, it's how we feel. It's like I was talking about the guys earlier who just spend all the money that they, they make from the tourist industry. That's how they feel, right? It makes them feel good, you know? It's a feel-good factor, you know? So in the moment, they make some money and... Maybe making the money doesn't make them feel good because they have to work for it. But once they get the money, they think, wow, it's time to spend. Some people, it's the opposite. When they're making the money, they're happy. 
because you know I'm going to keep a portion of that. I'm going to put it aside, you know, so I'm going to accumulate it, you know, so I can invest in assets. So eventually, if I invest in assets and assets give me income, I don't have to always work for money, you know, and they make that makes them feel good. So I think it's all down to our emotions, you know. Some people just want to see money in the bank. I've got friends, literally, uh, over in the Caribbean and over in England as well, who have money in the bank. It's sitting there. It's probably just in the bank. They're actually paying the bank to keep the money in the bank, and they're not spending the money because they feel happy just seeing the money in the bank. Well, not really in the bank. I said this before. The money is not in the bank. The bank has already lent the money out. But they feel happy just with the concept, with the thinking that their money is in the bank and that uh, they have, I don't know, 50,000, 100,000, 1 million in the bank. Yeah, the money in the bank, yeah. Look, the money is not in the bank. It's just in your mind. It's all to do with your mindset. You think that the money is in the bank. Other people, they want to see how much can they leverage other people's money to buy? How much How much credit they can get? They put their heart where their hand can reach. You know, they go, I don't have the money. I'm not making the money. I can borrow the money. Let me see how much credit I can get. So it's all based on your emotions. It's based on a sense of safety, a sense of risk appetite. So it's enough uncertainty. You know, do you want to feel safe that you have a, a, a cash emergency fund or do you just feel like, yeah, I don't care, I'm just going to spend it all, you know what I mean? So here's the thing, right? There are three main tips I will say for managing your money, yeah? Yeah, and battering times of uncertainty, yeah? Number one, I would say, connect with your money mindset, okay? What do I mean by that? I mean, you have to stay calm. You have to meditate. You have to think clearly. You have to make, inf make decisions based on information, yeah? You know? You know, take advice where you need it. You know, just connect with your money mindset, you know. Because ultimately, the way we feel, the way we think, impacts our decisions. So if you feel calm, if, the, you know, there is no anxiety, there is no stress, you know, you, you know um, you, you, you're you thinking clearly, you make better money decisions. Next thing I would say is manage your emergency fund. You know, keep cash on hand. Well, look. Keep cash on hand for now, but it, it ultimately, I think this whole physical cash is going to go away anyway. So when we say keep cash on hand, I mean, have access to money, you know, whether it's digital money um, or whether it's fiat money. And there is a concept that by 2030, all of this fiat money is going to go away. Yeah. So, but for now, keep, you know, money close by. But have a budget as well. Know where you can cut. Know how you can 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 save on the money. You know what I mean. The next thing I would say is steady your investments. So right now, if you are invested, you know you want to make sure you hedge your investments, hedge your risks. Yeah. How do you hedge your risks? When well, there is various things you can do, whether it's um, you know, uh, insurance, for example. If you heavily invested in one area, you you can invest in something else that that does not correlate with that investment. Um. Or, for example, what you can do here is diversify. Yeah, diversify, you know. Don't put all of your eggs in one basket, yeah. And more importantly, I would say, as we come into the end of the year, I would say you have to look towards the future. Look for opportunities. Look for opportunities, yeah. Because opportunities always lie in times of turmoil, you know what I mean? So don't just sit there and thinking, man, it's, it's all going to 
it's all doom and gloom, you know, and this thing is all going to come down on us. So look for opportunities, you know. Look for that needle in the haystack, you know what I mean? Because there are always opportunities in evening times of turmoil, you know. You know, people right now are actually making money. There are people making money just from this uh, time that we're in right now, you know what I mean? So you have to think, how can I make money? You know, more people actually go into business because there are business opportunities right now. And if you want to start a business, if you want to grow a business, you know, get in contact with me, you know, you know, Google my name, Royston Cumberbatch. That's what I do. I help people to, you know, to scale up their businesses. I help people to control their businesses. If it's your finances you want to control, um, get in contact as well, you know, um, with me and my business partner. We've got several accountancy firms. We help people to save taxes. We help people to plan for the future. You know, if it's a budget, if it's a financial planning you want to put into, in place, Whatever you want to do, you know, if you want to just consider what can I invest in right now, you know, do get in touch, right? Because I'm saying to you is that even though things are tough right now, just around the corner, there's going to be sunshine. You know, there's going to be sunshine after winter. It will become spring, then it becomes summer, then it becomes sunshine. And who knows, by the time the summer has come, this can all be over because the vaccine is here and things are going to get, me, get more positive. The economy is booming. I'm, I'm even finding I'm, I'm getting a few calls now from people who just just like things are starting to pick up. You know what I mean? So I'm saying so as you get getting towards Christmas, you know, go into Christmas, enjoy time with your family and friends. Um, don't spend too much. Don't spend more than you can afford to spend. And uh, if you're the person who just likes spending, yeah, just remember, January is coming. And as we say, normally January is a hard month. Or listen to the radio and they were saying that most people commit suicide in the, in the month of January, February. So look, do make sure you enjoy your time uh, with your family and friends. But do make sure that, you know, you understand that January could be a tough month. So keep back something, you know what I mean? If you're the kind of person who have a big emergency fund and you've been stashing monies away, help someone if you can. Be charitable. You know what I mean? You know, don't just store up everything for you and your family, man. Come on. If you know someone who wants a meal or whatever, help someone. You know, what goes around comes around. It's called law of attraction. You know, they always say it's harder, you know, to give than to get, right? It's hard to give than to get. So do that hard thing and give, you know. Give because when when more the more you give, the more you get also. It's called the law of attraction. So just some tips and you know and, and tricks. And I hope you really enjoyed today. I just make it snap it for you. And I'm just saying, in tough uncertainty, stay Thank calm, you keep calm, um, you know, be visionary, look for opportunities, and control your risks, control your mindset, connect with your, man, your money mindset, and just weather the storm. So that's the message today. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Take care. Until next time, be good. Look after yourself and your loved ones. And God bless. Bye-bye. Please hit that subscribe button, or you can find me on my website at www.com rackmac.com that's r-a-c-m-a-c-s dot com it'd be great to hear from you and do feel free to tell me about any topics you want me to cover on future episodes until next time be good to yourself and others keep positive and reaching for your financial goals bye-bye <music>